Welkom. Matt. Welkommen. Velcro. Bienvenue. <laughs> I'm Jenna. And I'm Sophie. And you're listening to... If you guys can't tell, we harmonize. We are a harmonizing podcast. Podcast. Yeah. We actually are, we are singing show tunes on here. So we're really excited for you guys. We're an acapella podcast. My bad. Can I have some agua? Mine is, I'm simply parched and mine is empty. Yes. <laughs> I said it just out of reach. <laughs> we just feasted. How was your feast? I heard you guys only did it in your own mentor group. Is that true? Yeah. Ours is just in our that's room. so lame. Did you do yours with a couple other ones? All of the portables combined. Oh, that's cute. But we had like one portable was dessert, one was drink, one was entree, and I stayed in the entree room. I didn't eat anything. I did. I it just was, it was it was all right. I was kind of in a bad mood, so I didn't eat a lot of food. Yeah. No, my food would, wasn't very good. Yeah. It was like was Safeway prepared mm. meals. So uh, like, I brought someone made a yummy noodles, like kind of like ooh. chow mein. I didn't really know what it was though. Ooh. And then I had yummy mashed potatoes and bread and cheese. <laughs> bread and cheese all are beige my foods. two favorite things. and there's a couple of things of mac and cheese or all right mm. but you know it sucks because everything's cold because yeah we have no way to heat it up and like if you heat it up before school then it gets cold anyway so yeah yeah our school does a little feast before like the end of the school year and the end of the uh semester both of the yeah we used to do it before thanksgiving break but we switched it yeah I but think this is better. It used to be, well, because we're the first graduating class, it used to be all school feast. Mm-hmm. But now that the school is so big, we can't do that. <laughs> but I thought we should have, because we used to do like Last Supper style, all the tables in the hallway and everyone around it, which I thought was so adorable. And I thought we should have done that on both floors. That would have fit the whole school. Yeah. I Our think. school's very small. I think it would have fit. Yes. Yeah. So it was cool though. It'll be cool. It's going to be so weird going to college. Because most people are going to, I feel like, come from a big high school. And then you go to, like, if people are going, because I'm <clears throat> going to Biola. So, it's, yeah. like, private, smaller. Like, people are going to be downsizing or it's going to be about the same. Yeah. And then mine's, it's going to be, like, a huge. you like, there's so many faces. Exactly. I was, like, looking at the freshmen, though. They're kind of weird. But I was, like, I wonder if they're scared. Like, I wonder if it's scary to be a freshman, because when we were freshmen, there was no upperclassmen. Yeah. Which is, like, kind of a give and a take, because the upperclassmen, like, train you on how yeah. to be a civilized high schooler. Exactly. And, Remember like, you kind of look up to them, but, yeah, but I was, like, looking at them, I'm like, what is going on? There was a kid wearing uh, shorts and a shirt and no shoes and was soaking <gasps> wet, because it is flooding outside and i was like literally walking flooding. around barefoot i was like did you're you see kidding. the picture new Ain showed you of pacific avenue no i saw downtown was like all and yeah. schuster parkways flooded mm-hmm. and so um like completely that's just a, like a a main road is like yeah. closed down and downtown tacoma is like flooded like several feet did you see what water. uh the elephant that the car wash yeah that's yeah, the yeah, street yeah. i'm talking about. yeah that's what i was looking at too insane everyone's like you can't like drive down there right now i was like so. What if you're just driving and it turns into that? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Someone said, like, a bunch of cars were stuck on Schuster this morning. But, so. like, it's, like, actually flooding. It's crazy. And it's going to be raining for a couple more days. But that means it's snowing on the mountains. 
Mm, how was skiing yesterday? It was so good. My calves are so tight today, like hurts to walk, but it was super good. It was like uh, first snow, like it just opened. So uh, you had to dodge some rocks. And every time I hit a rock in my skis, a tear would roll down my cheek. But it was like weird, like skiing over the treetops, you know, but um, it was so fresh. It was like five inches of fresh powder and it was like gorgeous. And we started dumping. We got a winter storm warning on our drive up and we're like, well, well hopefully I can make it to work tonight. <laughs> and then we're like, let's just go anyway. So it started blowing, though. It was really windy and like it's kind of miserable at the end. If it's like snowing, it's fine. But if it's snowing and windy, it like pelts to your face, you know, and you're like, it's like your face is all red and you yeah. get like wind burn. Yeah. Yeah. I was so wind burned. And then um like with the it was super cloudy and when this when the sky is white and the snow is white you can't see anything and we were skiing in the fog we were like let's go up to the very top of the mountain we're like this is the last run we're like let's go to the very top which was a terrible idea we got up there and i was skiing into the wind and hardly moving i swear to god and it was just like ice crystals pelting my face and we couldn't see anything and my sister like <laughs> fell because we just like it was like skiing blind <laughs> like imagine just trying to walk like with your eyes closed you know it was like and then we just like hit a bump you have to bend your knees because everything you hit you're like whoa <laughs> it was so scary like just don't go off the cliff so but it's super dope thank you shoddy oh thank you clara water delivery but yeah it was super fun but yeah the weather is cry cry which of course this is coming out way later so this has no relevance i wonder if it'll snow over winter break I really hope so. I hope it does like the last day so we get like a week off of mini term. Oh. That'd be amazing. Because seniors don't have to. Do we have to do makeup? Do we have to do snow days? E- Not usually. But I think like last year, Snowmageddon, they were talking about making seniors come in on Saturdays to make it up <gasps> because the like, hey, graduation no. date is set. But uh, I don't know if they did that. Also, I would not. I wouldn't go. What are they going like, to not let me graduate? Yeah, what? <laughs> no, that's not happening. That's a scam um can you share <laughs> can, can you share even though clara gives us a box of nilla wafers and a box of oreos it's never enough for my gluttonous fills plans. up our water <laughs> can you um oh thank you dear i wish this could count as your internship and then you could just edit it for during real? a period so you wouldn't have to do it in your free time yeah, be cool, oh but also, but that would require internet, getting approval uh, from higgins so you wouldn't get that well they say they're listening and if they truly are they aren't there's 100 percent chance <laughs> they don't listen to it we're mad at you guys because you say no to us for no reason but it's whatever actually i shouldn't say that because they'll probably get that i'm gonna get a lecture <laughs> yeah we're just kidding, just kidding. Guys. i respect your opinion and um everything you say is valid yep wink wink no yeah. sarcasm detected. Let's not talk about that. No. Whatever. Mm. Are you Let's gonna? get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get farted. So Sophie got me a little present this morning. Mm. And uh, it's a serial killer trivia by Michelle Kaminsky. See, I can say names correctly. That'd be a fun book to write. Mm-hmm. I would. I kind of want to turn up my mic. Is it this? That's not your mic. It's your headphones what volume. I meant to okay. Say. I'm so I was like, sorry. just checking that you know you're not <laughs> turning it up. Nope. Um, 
But no, I was thinking about that too. I was like, I bet I could write a book like this. But it's basically just a bunch of um, short, I referred to them as Dave, little big deal murders. So like like short stories, but they matter. They're Mm -hmm. not just little. So um, we're not doing just P&W because it's a fun little just bonus episode with and i bought it from powell's so it has to do with pnw yes if you haven't been to powell's in portland you're literally riley and i are going to portland on new year's day and i will be going to powell's and spending all my money i went there on friday after thanksgiving madness i do not recommend like black friday Mm -hmm. yeah it was yeah going on black friday kind of stupid yeah i didn't go like the midnight deal but just the day of yeah mm. like i feel like everyone just has time off and is visiting family so yeah they're all shopping and yeah it's okay cry cry so the question it starts with a little q and then it gives an answer a q so, and a if a you Q&A? will yes so do you want me to read the q or do you want me to just read the answer i want you to read the q what italian serial killer made soap with her victim leonardo da vinci it's actually Leonardo. Is it actually Leonardo? No, it's Leonardo, like, Ciancioli. Some Italian Let last name I can't read. Ciancioli. 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 I think you say C's as a C-H in Italian. Mm. I think. Cappuccino. It's okay. Um, It's called the La Saponficatrice. Really sounds like a French word. Or the soap maker of Corrigio. Because she was convicted of bludgeoning three women to death <gasps> in 1939 and 1940 and then making soap with their body parts. Wait, a woman did this? This yes. is unheard of. <gasps> it's Leonardo. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. That's why I'm tripping. Because I saw the Leonardo and I was like, it's Leonardo. I didn't even think. Leonardo? Mm-hmm. It's interesting how we have like male and female versions of names. Like Michael and Michelle? Michaela? I don't know. Also... The popcorn kernel stuck in my throat. Oh, awful. You know, you know, it's like on the very back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. She boiled the fat from the bodies and then shared her, her homemade creations, which also included cakes with their neighbors. <gasps> You're, wait, no. She put it in cake and fed them? Leonardo's beloved son, Giuseppe. Giuseppe? Giuseppe. <laughs> but it's like with a G. Is it a G-I-U? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's our, how you spell Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Okay. Giuseppe. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally giving me PTSD to when I was in Ben's class (laughs) and I read Plymouth and I read Plymouth as Plymouth and I just had to roll with it. And then I was like, "Uh, it's Plymouth. And she was like, Plymouth. (laughs) I just had to. Um, How am I supposed to say it again? Giuseppe? Giuseppe <laughs> was one of the was the one suspected of committing the murders, but the devoted mother confessed to the crimes. <gasps> oh, what a good details. girl. What, what a good a, woman. What a nice lady. If you are thinking this sounds like an Italian mother who may have been protecting her son, you're not alone. Recently, two Italian authors have cast doubt on the tales of Leonardo recounted in her 800 person prison diary. Whoa. Especially concerning the likelihood that she made the soap and cakes with human remains. How? Fabio. Kind of DIY crafty. Fabio Sanvitel? I don't know. And Vicenzo Mastronardi. 
assert that Leonardo was not mentally ill at all. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Though she lived out her final days in an asylum, but instead was a cold, clever, calculating woman who told lie after lie and made herself into a myth. But a myth a is minute. not true. A myth is not real, and this woman did in fact kill people and put them in soap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that Leonardo was into legends and superstitions. Her belief was that the only way to keep Giuseppe safe as he entered the Italian army was through human sacrifice. Apparently sparked her killing and soap making. She's like, if I kill people, then my son will be safe. What? I know in like a lot of countries, it's required for like the the men to join the army for a few years, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. I'll see these videos on TikTok and it'll be this guy. Because I liked, like, one of the videos, I think. And so they just keep showing up uh-huh. on my For You page. And it was like, he thinks no one tells you about the Navy. And he's like, you have hell week where you have two weeks of sleep over four days. And you have to commit, like, you have to do all these different trainings and, like, Wait, all this stuff. Two weeks of sleep over four days? Wait. Two hours of sleep over oh, four days. Okay. Like, total. And you have to do oh. all these trainings. And I'm like, that I could never. Awful. And then after all that, you have to, like, go into a pool. And you have to, like, rescue... Um, other navy seals who are trying to drown you that's so scary i literally said how is that literally i like i was watching this crime show and they were like joining the fbi or whatever and they were zip tied to like another person like back to back their hands were zip tied and they had to like escape underwater (gasps) stop yeah Sometimes I'm like working in the FBI would be cool, but I would I would just straight up drown. Like no, I would just I drown. think being in the FBI would be so dope. Or yeah. Um or like there's a show called Lie to Me and there's these people <gasps> Did I you watch love that? Lie to Me. Yeah, and there's Why have like we never these, talked about this? I don't know. There's like these specialists that would like watch people like in a room and like get interviewed mm-hmm. and they could like identify. No, that would li- like be so cool. Doing that is literally my dream. Like, that would be so cool to work with yeah. the FBI and write stuff for them. I'm like, so I just need an internship. Does the FBI Clara, get make a list? <laughs> for real. I'm FBI like, newspaper newsletter? I said, do you need me to write anything down? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I have great penmanship. <laughs> I can type very quickly. But can, I, can it be featured on the podcast? Exactly. They're like, no. How do you apply to be in the FBI? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, government.org? I think my cousin, uh, his, my uncle's son, was going to go into the FBI. He's, like, he did an internship there and what? then, like, went up that Intern way. Intern there? How? Dude, <gasps> I don't even know. Like, like the Bourne series? Next move internships, you know. <laughs> you, you can do that. Our school internships. <laughs> no, like, a Google Sheets? Is there a Google, a Google no. form? When I visited Biola, um, the guy giving the tour, he was like, oh, what do you want to major in? And I was like, journalism. He's like, that's my major. I was like, that's cool. Like, what internships do you do? He's like, oh, I was an intern with LAPD and, like, did crime <gasps> writing. And I was literally like, Winston Bishop. <laughs> I was literally like, can I have your job? Can someone give that to me? Please? I don't, like, would hate to be a cop. But being um, in the, like, FBI or Hawaii Five O. I love Hawaii Five-0. But action scares me. Also violence. Yeah. So I'm like, am I made for this? No. But it'd be cool I'm to like, be so physically. fit. <laughs> writing about it. See? I just want to watch other people I'll be do in it, and then you'll write about 
you. Mm-hmm. You'll have a spy show. A report to you. How cool would it be if you were in, like the CIA, but you couldn't tell anyone, oh and you gosh. were legit? We're like, yeah, I'm an influencer. You <laughs> like That's had to be something crazy. else. That'd be so awesome. I know a girl who doesn't know like what her mom's job is, and she works oh, yeah. for the government, and like no one knows what her mom does, and she like has to go Imagine on trips. If it's, like super That's lame. So weird. Watch. She just has it's another not- family. <laughs> She's just literally like a wife to someone else. But no, they like have <laughs> they like drive Teslas, and like her mom like has to go on work trips all the time. That's literally all I want to be. Like, I have to go. I'll be gone for two days. Literally, so dope. <laughs> but also, could you trust your wife or mom if that was? You know, I don't know. I would. If like my husband was like, them. if my husband was like, I have to leave for three days for work, I'd be like, mm, t- uh. you're cheating on me. No, for sure. You have another family in Croatia, but oh, most definitely. Let us get through our story. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, episode yeah. is mostly us going on tangents about little stories. Um. We get through one. Literally, we will. Um, beyond that, she also believed that her mother had cursed her after she married someone other than the man her parents had chosen. Oh. In fact, over the course of her life, she was imprisoned for fraud, had her home destroyed by an earthquake, had lost 13 of 17 children, <gasps> either through miscarriage or early death. Oh. A fortune also teller's so prediction. Many. 13. <laughs> 13. 17 total. She got pregnant 17 times. That means she had sex 17 times. (laughs) Only 17 times. A fortune teller's predict... A fortune teller's prediction was that she... Wait, the sentence doesn't make sense. A fortune teller's prediction that she had prison and a criminal asylum in her future only deepened the woman's belief that her life would always be bleak. She died in an asylum outside of Naples in 1970 at the age of 76. 76 mm-hmm. Jeez, what happened to uh, the four children i think they just simply just vibed Giuseppe. okay i'm gonna read this one whose basement holds the brain of john wayne gacy mm, who's that he dressed up as a clown and i don't really know much about the he murdered people but I don't really know any details. Do you? Didn't we literally do an episode about him? No. Because we, we thought he was from here, but mm. turns out he wasn't. But he's been referenced in like a lot of stories. Yes. So creepy. So creepy. So, doctor- Also, quick side note that everything we're saying, we are not romanticizing the serial killers all whatsoever in their crimes. Everything they did was heinous and horrible, but we were just talking but about it. But this is just like really interesting, interesting tidbits. Yep. Just so. Like little. the brain of him. <gasps> Ew. Also, I he deserves probably literally- pea-sized period he deserves literally the worst of all things so i have no i don't care uh dr helen morrison has kept do you know who that is no (laughs) that's my therapist just kidding alanis Uh, morissette (laughs) yeah alanis morissette has kept john wayne or (laughs) gacy's brain in formaldehyde in a secured area of her basement since 1994 (gasps) a forensic psychiatrist she's the author of my life among serial killers inside the minds of world's most famous murderers and when she says inside the mines, she means that literally. Before his execution in 1994, Morrison had interviewed him extensively, spending almost 50 hours with him while forming the expert opinion that he was legally insane. Can you be, wait, <laughs> legally? Like, how do, what does that even mean? Like, legally insane. <laughs> 
he's illegally <laughs> i don't know uh at the murder trial morrison testified for the defense that gacy would have committed these heinous acts even if the president of the united states was there with him at the time uh before his death gacy expressed the wish that scientists study his brain and morrison got a release from his family to cart it away after his autopsy she also has pieces of all of his <gasps> organs no yeah no 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 Researchers have studied uh, Gacy's brain over the years, but haven't found anything out of the ordinary. Certainly nothing that would indicate um, what went on up there while Gacy was alive. Uh, Morrison has dedicated her professional career to better understanding uh, the brain functions of serial killers, especially searching for common characteristics. One of her conclusions is that serial killers generally tend to be stunted in their emotional development at the infant stage crazy uh she cites damage to the hypothalamus as a potential link with both a lack of emotional maturity and propensity towards violence in addition to gacy she has profiled more than 135 other murderers around the world how could you be sane that sounds traumatic yeah, so traumatic. spending 50 hours with john and gacy i would not want to spend more than 15 minutes 15 seconds Eye contact 50 would be too much. hours. So she's also spent time with, I don't know any of these, Ed Gein, Ed Gein, G-E-I-N, not sure, uh, Wayne Williams, and Fred, and Rosemary West. Fred and Rosemary West? That sounds like a duo. I know. Bonnie and Clyde style. Like Clyde and Bon. Clyde and Bon Bon. Do you want to know who Ed Gein was? Yeah, guys, tell us. Can you guys hear the... Ooh, that's nice. So I remember him because I read about him once. You know how it is. Edward Theodore Gain, also known as the Butcher of Plainfield or the Plainfield Gould, was the American convicted murderer and body snatcher. Ooh. Ew, body snatcher? That sounds gross. Yeah. He, his crimes committed around hometown Plainfield, Wisconsin, gathered widespread notoriety after authorities discovered Gain had exhumed, exhumed, I didn't get fixed, hum, maybe. Corpses <laughs> from local graveyards and fashion trophies and keepsakes from their bones and skin. <gasps> what? So, you know, he was awful. Make necklaces out short. of shark teeth, not human teeth. <laughs> or not even shark teeth. <laughs> but also, <laughs> is there a difference? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yes. Uh, question. You imagine a human teeth necklace. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who was America's first... Who was the first American convicted of using insulin as a murder weapon? Um, William uh, Dale Urchard. Archard. Archard? Yeah. Well, we just, uh, they always <laughs> refer to them by their last name and I can never pronounce anyone's name. So we'll just be calling him William this whole okay. time. Also known as James Lynn Arden. Oh. Wait, he has two names? <laughs> yes. He's, he's William, but he's also known as James. I don't know. Okay. Um, was found guilty of three counts of murder in California in 1968 after injecting victims with insulin overdoses that brought about lethal hypoglycemia. Whoa. Among his victims were two of his seven wives <gasps> and a 15-year-old nephew. He was also suspected in deaths of another former wife and two male friends. What? Our seven wives? How can a murderer have seven wives? Is it Archard? Archard, I guess. It's just weird. Okay. <coughs> Archard was sentenced to death 
but that was but that was commuted to life imprisonment when the California Supreme Court struck down on the death penalty statute. He died of natural causes in 1977. Interesting. Archer's experience with insulin began when he worked as an attendant at the um, Camarillo State Mental Hospital, which used insulin shock therapies on patients. Yikes. He was placed on probation for two counts of felony morphine possession in 1950 hmm. and served time in prison. He said he changed his name to James Lynn oh, Arden upon, upon his release. Understood. Seven wives. How can a murder and a convicted legally seven? That's like so that's so skipped over. Like, oh, seven, yeah, I would like to learn more about that. Doesn't say anything else. So Dang. I'm sorry at all but yeah that's it that's crazy there's like another side note at the end but nothing the fact that we can hear it so clearly it's funny hmm i dog-eared one of the another one. Oh, i see oh that was the soap one no there's another one back there okay oh this is interesting i know who is america's first serial killer family did you read it already i glanced it over like an hour ago the bloody benders this should be a tv show i'd watch uh (laughs) have that distinction but there's but here's the rub none of them were actually named bender here's the rub here's the rub-a-dub-dub uh, it is believed that the Bender family comprised of Father John Flickin. Wayne Gacy? Flickin. Uh, Flickinger? <laughs> Flickinger. Flick- Flickinger. <laughs> I literally don't know. Who is known as Pa. <laughs> uh, Mother Almira Make, known as Ma. <laughs> I, this sounds like Grapes of Wrath. Pa and Ma. Her biological daughter... Eliza Griffith. Why do they all have last names? <laughs> uh, who's known as Kate, even though her name's Eliza Griffith. I'm so confused. <laughs> and son, John Gebhart, who's known as John Bender Jr. Wait, I'm so confused. All of them have last names. That are different? All of them. Like That's the mother so and the kids. That's so confusing. Some say that John was actually Kate's husband, not her brother. <gasps> what? Wait a minute. What yes. year was this? I don't know. Was this in Alabama? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Kate was a spiritualist medium who was reportedly quite attractive. Oh, I skipped a whole paragraph. Uh, <clears throat> let's just get back. Okay. Uh, regardless of their legal names, um, it is undisputed that this group of four settled into Labette County, Kansas in the nineteen or the eighteen seventies. Oh, this is a long okay. time ago. On two adjacent parcels of land. They ran an inn and store in their one room home with an old canvas wagon sheet separating the family quarters from the public area. Travelers uh, journeying across the plains could stop for a rest or top off their supplies of sardines, candy, crackers, horse feed, tobacco or gunpowder. Uh, Kate was a spiritualist medium who's reportedly quite attractive. Between her beauty and her psychic and healing abilities, she drew many men to the inn, including mm. her brother. Just oh, kidding. Horrid. Uh, but not, but not as many left 
Not as many men left as had arrived, which became an issue when Dr. William York, a prominent doctor from Independence, Kansas, disappeared and his two also prominent brothers wouldn't back down in their hunt for him. Uh, the York brothers... <laughs> our teacher was just in here when Jenna said, are they from Alabama? And our teacher's literally from Alabama. <laughs> Feeling humiliated recently. <laughs> it's okay. I like was going to say, I was literally going to say that. And then I thought about it. She's right behind me, but mm. okay. Um, the York brothers organized searches that turned up nothing and then approached Kate about using her clairvoyant skills to help them find a good doctor. But that night the benders up and disappeared. Months later, a passerby alerted authorities to some starving animals wandering about. Two town officials, oh, town officials broke into the house, which was emitting a sickening stench. Under a trapdoor, they found a bloody cellar. A dig revealed no bodies, but the group moved on to the always fresh plowed garden plot and discovered York's corpse, barely covered, his throat slit, and the back of his soul skull oh my gosh crushed. i was like where's the soul his bro? soul has been crushed his skull was crushed ah. oh. several other similarly injured bodies were found as well authorities believe the benders killed between 12 and 21 people in all the theory is that a guest would be seated against the curtain separating the public and private spaces bludgeoned from behind with a hammer while eating oh. and then dropped through a trap door holy cannoli this is in the 1800s this is whack there, another family member would be waiting to slit the victim's throat and rob him. Two men who You can't refused, hear it, but my jaw's dropped. Two men who refused to sit in the proffered spot by the curtain would wound up being verbally abused by Ma Bender, uh, but lived to tell about it. This theory is supported by two men who refused to sit in the spot. Oh, well. Oh. It literally just has the same sentence. Uh, this theory was supported by the men who refused to sit there. Uh, one of the victims was a young girl who had gone missing along with her father, whose body was among them. So sad. Based on her remains, authorities uh, didn't believe she died in the same manner, but records don't specify the cause for death. Also, this was the 1800s, so... Like, literally, did they they just, like, looked at him, they're like, I guess it was the giant bashing in the so back of the It'd be so easy to kill people throat. back then, because you could just leave town and change your name. Literally no one would know. That's what they did. They had different names. He straight up was um, like, my name is James now. Yeah. Not William. You could just do that. It is estimated that the Benders made off with a few thousand dollars, a good team and wagon, and a pony with saddle for all of that carnage. So they made bank, pretty much. That, a few thousand dollars in the 1800s. That's uh, a whole lot. That's a lot. Even now. Yeah. No benders were ever located and positively identified, let alone brought to justice, and nothing is left of the old homestead. The only thing that remains um, at a rest stop at the junction of U.S. Routes 400 and 169 north of Sherrydale is a historical marker telling the grisly tale of the bloody benders. The documentary series Evil Kin tells the bloody benders story in season two episode two Ooh. oh chapter three is about women serial killers i know i saw international famous let me see let me basics see, let me see. less famous and unsolved that'd be fun to do an episode on each mm -hmm. that'd be a lot of episodes though 
<laughs> what country has the most serial killers? United States. Raise up those American flags, because the answer is the USA, USA, That's not USA. at all. The sad truth is that no other country even comes close. Hmm, I'm not surprised. The United States... The United States lays to claim 3,204 serial killers. I'm all done, yeah. 3,204. What a weird way to say 3,204. <laughs> Whatever. 3,204. Yeah. Serial killers from 1990 to 2016. Whoa. Which means they killed three several wait, people. 3,204 murderers. Serial killers. Oh, ser not so murderers. Oh. So, because oh. serial means you've killed several. Yeah. Whoa. That's a lot of bodies. Yep. While the mother country of England comes in second at a mere 166. Dang. At That's not even close. Jesus. Yes, the math whizzes. That means that the U.S. tally is nearly 20 times that of our next closest country. What the? Are Americans just an exceptionally murderous people? Yeah. Dr. Mike, who runs the Serial Killer Information Center at Virginia's Radford University, doesn't think so. He opines that the two factors that contribute to the skewed numbers, one, law enforcement personnel in U.S. are skilled at both discovering homicides and linking them to the same killer, and two, the country's expansive open records uh, polices facilitate the crime-solving process by making information readily available to the public. So basically they think we're better at keeping track of them? But I feel like... But also, like, the um, glorification and, like, popularity of it. Yeah, because it gives people fame. That's why a lot of them do it. That's yeah. why they say, Recognition. like, when you... Um, news outlets should stop putting their faces and their names that they should just, like, yeah. describe them so that, that people can, like, help find them. Because um, it, like, validates them when they do that. Yeah. But then they would get less um, views and stuff, so they yeah. do it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and also, the English don't talk about stuff. <laughs> so, was that it? all They're yours? very polite. Yes. Okay. The first part's kind of interesting. Like, just stuff like that. Yeah. Sorry about that. You're fine. Don't sweat it. We'll see. Um, also, remind me later, because I have an idea. Why can I hear Joelle yelling in the hallway? What about this? How did one murderer get away with selling victim skeletons <gasps> to medical students? No! How? Tell me more. Not going to tell you. Next chapter. What if I just did that? Oh, my gosh. Goes to the next one. We read all the questions. Like, <laughs> next episode, we might talk about some. <laughs> next tuned. episode, we answer a Q and an A episode. Anyway. Ooh, Twix. H.H. H. Holmes, the torture doctor, made murder into a business when he killed guests and employees at his Chicago hotel, the castle, then stripped the courses of flesh and sold the skeletons to medical schools. No. The recipients never bothered to ask how the good doctor was obtaining so many skeletons. The good doctor? That's what they called him. Uh, Have the you watched the show? No. Do you? Mm -mm. The Enterprise was an extension of an insurance scam that Holmes, uh, who was born Herman Mudgett, <laughs> what an unfortunate last name, had utilized to pay for his education at the University of Michigan, where he earned his medical degree. Holmes would obtain coverage for non-existential pe or non-exist excuse me <laughs> would obtain coverage for non-existent people, uh, disfigure stolen corpses, and then make insurance claims that the insured had been injured in accidents. Later, he would use his 
quote, murder castle no. in Chicago's no, no, Anglin no, no, neighborhood no, 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 no. to create his own corpses, <gasps> i.e. to kill. So first it was an insurance scam, and then he just started murdering. My favorite murder. That's what that voice sounds like. My favorite murder. <laughs> That's, they should literally use that. My favorite murder. Or it should be. Serial conversations. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> it's my indie girl voice. <laughs> Welcome, I'm Chennai, that's Sophie, thanks for listening. Say love her but keep her free. I love her if you keep her wild. That's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say that. Love her but leave her wild. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Love her but leave her wild. I feel like Shakira. Say Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> we have like five minutes by the way. Okay. Uh, when Holmes first moved to Chicago in the 1880s, he bought a pharmacy from a woman who soon disappeared. And later, he specially bought a home and hotel across the street, all the while carrying out various swindles. One involved the sale of worthless cures for ailments, and in another, he stiffed a furniture company for payment by building a wall around delivery items, avoiding repossession. What? <laughs> <laughs> Holmes then began taking advantage of the fact that many tourists, including young women, passed through his hotel during the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago. They then began disappearing. Holmes Castle was like a Hollywood house of horrors, with secret passageways among a confusing maze of hallways and staircases, soundproofed and windowless rooms in a gas chamber. No. Yes. No, 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 Do no, not no. stay in a hotel with a gas chamber. That is one zillion percent not necessary. The rooms were equipped with trap doors. Why? That dropped victims straight to the <gasps> basement. Which Stop. contained vats of acid. No! Holes filled with quicklime and a crematorium for disposing of bodies. So he would just drop them from the floor. After the World's Fair ended, the doctor left Chicago and persuaded acquaintance Benjamin Pitzel uh, to take, uh, sorry, it said also reported as Pitazel, who cares, uh, to take out a life insurance policy and fake his death to share the proceeds with Holmes. But Holmes killed, Holmes <gasps> killed Pitzel and oh. used the actual corpse to claim the insurance money for himself. Unfortunately for Holmes, he had shared the original plot with a former jail companion, Marion Hedgepath, who ratted him out to the authorities. Yes, Marion! 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 Uh, Marion, not murder. <laughs> the exact number of Holmes' victims at Murder Castle is unknown, though it may have been anywhere from 9 to more than 200. 200. <laughs> How Think is about that, that range so large? Could be N- 9, nine <laughs> could be 200. <laughs> That's like me doing math. My answer <laughs> is somewhere between nine and two. What if you put a dash? You're like, could be from one to ten. Not sure. Uh, Holmes, who famously said, quote, I was born with the devil in me, end quote, confessed to 27. <gasps> After being tried for the murder of Pitzel, he was hanged in Philadelphia in 1896. Yeah. Okay. Are we good? I think we're good. I think we're good. Thank you guys for the last 
Okay, yep, yep. Okay, love you guys. Love you. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye.